Welcome to OB Boss Babes, where we showcase female entrepreneurs, working professionals, community builders, and boss babe biz owners that share their stories so that others can feel inspired, empowered, and connected to other women in business. We are the must-listen podcast for entrepreneurs throughout the Ottawa Valley, Lanark County, and the Pontiac. Here at our Boss Babes face behind the scenes, as we dive into real and brutally honest conversations about different industries, how women are smashing stereotypes, balancing motherhood, and are building successful businesses. This is OB Boss Babes. The Town of Petawawa and the Petawawa Business Advisory Network are pleased to support local businesses. Small businesses are an integral component in vibrant, dynamic communities. By their very nature, entrepreneurs innovate, disrupt the status quo, inspire creativity, and promote skills development. Small businesses are the very fabric and rich history of a diverse community. Support local businesses. Check out shoppetawawa.ca, your one-stop resource to finding businesses in Petawawa. View promotions and messages connected directly to business social and shopping platforms. Help our small businesses. Shoppetawawa.ca. Hello, 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 and welcome to the OV Boss Babes podcast. We've been hearing this familiar voice on the radio for years at another local dealership, but this boss babe has since relocated back to her hometown in Petawawa and is now the GM at Petawawa Kia. She has taken this opportunity to restructure her team, is renovating the dealership, which includes pinball machines and comfy couches in the waiting area, and is creating more of a social media presence on the socials. Now, if you're looking for a rewarding job that combines sustainability, career opportunities, the latest technology, and an ever-growing inclusive environment that is no longer dominated by men, then the role of your dreams might be within an industry that you haven't previously considered automotive. Please welcome Tiffany Schroeder of Petawawa Kia to OB Boss Babes. Hello, how are you? Hi, Tiff. I'm so good. I'm calling you Tiff as if like we've met before. No, we're already really on a friend cool. basis. You know I, I get everyone calls me Tiff. That's totally amazing. So <laughs> Tiffany, I want to say welcome back to Petawawa, but off the pod here, you just told me that you never really left our community. Not really. I mean, like I said, I made it as far as Pembroke. That's about it. <laughs> so I've never actually really left this. You know, it's my hometown. You were working at LaPointe Chrysler in mm -hmm. Pembroke and as well as Renfrew. And we're going to get into that a little bit later. But I mean, I recognize your voice on the radio <laughs> like for so, so many years. And I guess I just yeah. automatically assumed that you were living out in Renfrew for the longest time. Yes. Yeah. No, actually, I'm um, born and raised in Petawawa. Um, like I said, I made it as far as Pembroke um, with my husband. We moved to Pembroke. Um, Renfrew was kind of my secondary, um, my secondary dealership. I would make some trips out there, but never left, never went to Renfrew. <laughs> okay. Tiffany, I need to ask you, though, what inspired you to get into automotive? <laughs> How I got into the automotive industry is, is kind of by fluke. Um, funny story. I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't born into the industry. None of my family is in the industry, not married into the industry, you know, anything like that. It was never something that actually crossed my mind, but I've always been in sales my entire life because that's just what I love. You know, I've tried office jobs, done that. It just wasn't for me. 
Um, I'm too much of a social person, I would say. I like to be out, you know, talking out in the community. Um, so how I started was I was actually on maternity leave with my second daughter. I have three girls. Um, on maternity leave with my second daughters, and I just don't sit still. That's something that people just know about me. So I was actually working with community living, and I took one of my clients in to use the washroom. Um, we were out and about, you know, and I stopped in to use the washroom. And one of the ladies there, her name was actually Lori Abthorpe. She was a sales girl sitting at the front desk. And she said, oh, are you here for the job? And I was like, oh, I'm not sure what you're talking about. She said, I have an ad in the paper. Can you fill these shoes? So she was leaving. She was a military wife and she was leaving the industry at LaPointe Chrysler. And I was like, no, but okay, tell me about it, you know? So we started chatting and one thing led to another and I ended up with a job in sales at LaPointe Chrysler. So it wasn't even like a thought in my head. I was actually just, you know, out and about doing my job. So when I went home and I said to my husband, like, so I'm starting in sales at, you know, LaPointe's. We lived like very close to LaPointe Chrysler. So I'm starting in sales there. He's like, okay. <laughs> I knew not a thing about cars, not a thing about any of the industry. I never, ever thought in a million years that this would be what I'm doing. But, you know, that's kind of how I fell into it. Um, from the first time I, you know, my first year, I just had this passion for car sales. And I thought, this is something that, you know, I really want to make, I want to make a future of this. I want to make this my career. Mm -hmm. This is not just a punch in, punch out nine to five job. I can really excel at this. And I remember saying to my husband, this is something that I'm going to, I'm going to make it to the top. And he was like, okay, go ahead. You can do this. And I was like, all right. You know, I had his support and it was just, it was a fluke of a thing. And I, I actually, and my whole reason behind, you know, getting into it and sticking with it. Um, I've always worked for Jim LaPointe. He is probably the one of the most amazing people I've ever met. Um, you know, comes in singing show tunes. He's always like so upbeat and just such a genuine person that he just, he kept me in the industry and I thought I'm going to do this. And, you know, you have some people, I had someone say to me, you're so quiet and, you know, shuffling around in your little ballet shoes and, and you're so shy, like you're never going to make it. That was my motivation. I was like, yeah, I will watch me. <laughs> That's how it all started. That is so interesting. <laughs> I love hearing these stories. It was now, a crazy story. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's a good one. It it's was, a good one yeah. because like, it's kind of like, it kind of reminds me of um, like old school dating in a sense, because like you never hear of people who like meet organically now. And so like when you hear a story like that, instead of being like, well, I applied for a job, went in for an interview, crossed my fingers, got yeah. the job. Like this is a better one. <laughs> Yeah, no, not at all. It, I, again, it was just a fluke. And you know, when you, something just feels right. Like it just felt like, you know what? I want to do this and I can, I can do this. I'm going to make a go of this. And here we are. <laughs> okay. So if I do my math correctly, then Tiffany, it was 2008 when you got into this industry, which is very, very different than what it looks <laughs> like today. Very male dominated, yeah. not a lot of females in it. Was that yeah. the case at LaPointe Chrysler for you? It, it was, I mean, if you kind of look back, like I said, I've been in the industry for 15 years. Um, and when I look back then, 
completely different than it is now. Um, I've seen the changes over the years, you know, back then in sales, there really wasn't. And even now you don't see a lot of females in the car industry. You know, I had a conversation with my staff today, we were kind of chatting and I was like, is there, you know, who else is there really, you know, in the industry that, that is a female there, there's not a ton of them. I think there's maybe two of us here um, locally. That's about it. You know, there's a lot of females that do work within dealerships. Um, you know, I had, we had female receptionist and two in sales whenever I first started. Um, and then some advisors, you know, back in, back in service, but it wasn't really, you know, back then there wasn't females that, that were in manager roles or, you know, general manager roles, anything like that. There really wasn't. Um, so back then it was completely different than it is now. Yeah. So tell me about your journey then to becoming the GM, especially like you were saying, <laughs> Tiffany, like when there really were no other female leaders in that role. Yeah, it, it's, it's true actually. You know, when I, when I did start, um, there, it was all, yes, it was all males that were running the dealership. Correct. Um, and, but I had in my mindset, I was like, you know what, I want to learn everything that there is to learn about this industry. So that was kind of my focus, you know, and I was like, it may take me a little bit because I, again, I, I knew nothing about the car industry going in, you know, um, when I first started asking me anything about a vehicle, forget it. I, I wouldn't know. So going into it, I started in sales and I did a couple years in sales, you know, got to know, um, everything about selling cars, um, about the product, you know, again, this was all within, within Dodge. Um, that was the only product basically that I knew at that time, uh, after a couple of years in sales, I ended up, my husband, uh, who is a machinist by trade ended up leaving, um, and taking a job in Ottawa. So I thought, okay, um, what do I do now? <laughs> because at this point we had two kids, two girls, and how am I going to make this all work? Like, you know, it is, it's a demanding job, right? And you want to, you want to have every part of you into your job. Like I don't, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to fail at my, my job or my career. So I decided actually for a little bit, I had left, um, just because I thought, how's it going to work with him traveling back and forth to Ottawa? Um, I left for, I think I was gone for maybe three months at the max. And then I got a call from um, my manager there and saying, okay, kid, when are you coming back? <laughs> and I'm like, um, okay, I'm not sure. Like him and hot. And finally he was like, you know what? Meet me here on Monday. No problem. That was on the weekend. So I met him there on the Monday and he's like, okay, when are you coming back? I'm like, mm, now. <laughs> so at that point, um, our finance manager um, at LaPointe's was a lady named Lynn Kellner, which I looked up to Lynn. She was fantastic at her job. And I never thought that she would be leaving the dealership. It ended up she was leaving um, and moving away. So at that point, I went back and I went into the finance um, position. So I was the finance manager there. Once I got to learn all of that, I ended up jumping into sales manager learned that job inside and out um, from sales manager. I went to general sales manager. Um, and within all of that, our auto group kind of grew. So in between all of that, I ended up actually uh, in Pembroke Nissan needed someone as well. 
So I jumped over to Pembroke Nissan in the stint of like 2018 to 2020. So, you know, I had the Dodge dealerships and I had the Nissan dealership. I was running those two for two years. And then uh, once, you know, Nissan was up and going and they found someone to run that place, I jumped out and ended up in 2020. I went to run for Chrysler as well. So I had the two Dodge dealerships going um, for the stint of the two years as well. You know, I never, you know, I'm never one to say no. And, you know, if another, if another group, um, another dealership within our group needed help, I was always there and people are like, are you crazy? You know, I'm not crazy. I just wanted to learn everything about every part of this career, mm-hmm. um, whether it been another brand, another position, and you just wouldn't want me to fix your car. That's the only thing I don't do. I don't do that. <laughs> so yeah, it was kind of, was all over the place, you know, but it was such, it was such an amazing experience. It was amazing. So isn't that crazy that, No former automotive experience, no education, (laughs) no leadership skills, like in terms of like learning this aside from something else that you stepped into this by chance, by luck, got to experience every opportunity, Yeah, (laughs) dip into every department, almost every department and really work your way up to the top, Tiffany. So this is always so interesting when I have these conversations with women in business, because society Mm. has just deemed education and getting an education and a diploma degree, whatever, that that's what you need to succeed in life. And really hearing more and more of these stories of women in business, it really buckles down to getting the actual experience in the workplace. That's how we learn Absolutely. It's, it's basically finding what is your passion and following that, you know, whatever it might be. I was, I was at the point when I got out of school, I didn't know what I wanted to do still. Like I was undecided and I didn't want to just go to school for the fact of going to school, you know, uh, here, here's my, this is what I went to school for. And I, and then end up not even liking what I'm doing. So, you know, I took some time and I ended up, I just kind of fell into this position and I am such a firm believer in, you know, everything happens for a reason. And in my life, a hundred percent, everything has happened for a reason. And that's, you know, that's what I stand by. This all happened for a reason. And and this is, you know, I found my passion. Okay. So in December, 2022, Tiffany, you announced that you were returning to Petawawa in the sense (laughs) of returning to your hometown And you had accepted the GM position at Petawawa Kia. Correct. Yes. Now, previously, this position was held by someone who unfortunately put (laughs) Petawawa Kia on the map with a notorious customer interaction that was caught on video that left Mm -hmm. the dealership to deal with negative PR cleanup. And I know that people know what we're talking about. We're not going to get into details, but (laughs) but this video went viral. So how has Petawawa Kia built to repair its image and earn the trust of its community following a negative situation like that? Because Tiffany, that's a lot for you to walk into a situation like that, to be like, okay, we need someone in leadership who's going to clean all this up and build back our reputation. Yeah. Yeah. I I knew this question, but I knew this was coming. So, I mean, for me, it wasn't, I never even really thought of it. You know what? And, and people had kind of approached me and were like, oh my goodness, you know, Petawabakia, like this happened. And I was like, mm-hmm, correct. Like, I know it happened. I know what I'm going into, but I mean, 
here's my take on it. That's a reflection of an individual, not of the brand. It's not a reflection of the dealership itself. I have always worked for the Jimmy LaPointe Automotive Group, um, you know, my entire career. And I stand by that. They are a fantastic group. I wouldn't be here, you know, if I didn't think that. I stand by I stand by my beliefs and I stand by my dealership and I always will, no matter where I'm going to work. So when I came into this, knowing all of this, you know, it really hasn't been an issue. Like I said, it, it that's a reflection. What happened is a reflection of, of the person itself and, and, you know, not here anymore, obviously. Um, so I thought I'm going to take this dealership and I'm going to totally rebrand it. Um, Again, I grew up on base. Um, I want this place to be the best dealership it possibly can be. And since I started here, I came December, I guess it was December 1st that I came. And since then, you know, it's been what, two months now. I have heard absolutely nothing but positivity. It is, I can't even express when people are like, how's it going? It's amazing. Every single person that walks into this place Obviously, I've done some things, you know, to change everything up, you know, um, we want to be that presence on social media, we want to be, you know, that dealership that people want to come to. And it has been nothing short of amazing. Um, I can't even express, I can't even express how I feel, you know, spending 15 years in a dealership, I thought, Oh, my goodness, what am I doing? This is such a huge jump for me. This is like a leap of faith, especially jumping into this it has been amazing. I can't even say that like that is in the absolute past, um, you know, and I am just proving to everyone here that we do support, you know, the military, we do support the community, we support everything, you know, I employ everyone locally, um, you know, we're trying to basically, again, rebrand everything. And in a short two months, I can't even express how amazing it's been. Like, mm -hmm. I can't. <laughs> So Tiffany, I'm just, I'm so curious how this came to be with you jumping ship from one dealership to another. <laughs> Were you recruited? Were you kind of like, I'm ready to take something into a different direction? Or maybe you were even thinking you saw what happened to this dealership. You knew that there was a crisis and you're like, I could help fix this. Like what happened? Um, well, actually, um, my, my two dealerships were bought out by an auto group. So I made the decision. I'm a local girl. I want to stay working for a local, you know, company. It was kind of a no brainer for me. It wasn't about, you know, someone recruiting me. It wasn't about anything like that. Um, for me, it was just staying staying in my, you know, my Petawawa area and staying with the people that I've grown to, you know, to love and trust, which, you know, Jim LaPointe has, has been nothing short of absolutely amazing. Um, so that's pretty much why I made that decision. Um, it was hard leaving, you know, my staff and my family and my dealership after that long, it was a tough thing. And I just thought, you know, everything happens for a reason. I made that decision and I'm so happy that I did. It's, it's been, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> Let's say that, but I mean, I see the future and it's, the future is going to be amazing. 
So I can't believe it's only been two months. I mean, I know yeah. you've been in automotive for 15 years, but it's only mm-hmm. been two months now since you started at Petawawa Kia. And yeah. I love going through the history, Tiffany. I love going on the mm-hmm. socials. I love creeping the website. I like looking as much into the business that I'm, um, I'm conducting an interview with as possible. And yeah. one of the things that I've noticed that the work that you've done is showcasing your dealership and the people that work there, as well as the renovations and upgrades that you've done to the place. Yeah. And I think this is really, really important because again, kind of circling back to my time at community living, the executive director that formerly was there was all about showcasing the people behind the scenes, the environment. So again, like showing like a bunch of outdated pictures of what the place would look like and how he came in and transformed the place. And I find that you're doing the same thing being like, these were our bathrooms before yeah now like but it's something to be really proud of and you should be showcasing that it is yeah like I mean like I said previously I knew I knew what I was coming into and I knew it was going to be a lot of hard work you know but walking (laughs) when I came in here you know it is an older building it's been around for a long time um and when I came in I was like okay here we go um a lot of the offices, there's about five offices along the back of, of our dealership um, that were, you know, it had water damage to them. So I walk in and I'm like, okay, they're stripped down to, you know, cement floors and two by fours. Um, So <laughs> off I go, grab my truck, run over to Rona, grab, you know, insulation and drywall <laughs> and, and mud and tape. And I come back and I'm like, okay, let's go. And they're like, what? what are you doing? Like, are you crazy? Like, are you crazy? Have you done this? And I was like, no, but it can't be that hard. So start putting insulation and, you know, and rebuilding all of the, the offices, um, you know, just starting to build the dealership up to where it should be. And, you know, and I started doing it all on my own and thank God for Bennett electrical. Um, they've been amazing. They've been here pretty much every day for the last like two months helping, you know, me, painting the showroom, putting in new flooring, making it comfortable, um, just brightening the place up has been, when I say the positive feedback, it's just been amazing. Um, yeah, we put in, you know, the big screen TVs and the, we have massage chairs and, you know, the arcade and stuff like that. And it has been, you know, I had my rep come down and he was like, jaw drop. He said, Mm -hmm. I've never seen so many changes within two months. And I was like, well, this is what the place needs. It needs to be comfortable. It needs to be homey. It needs to, you know, be inviting for people. People need to like and love what they do and where they work. And, you know, that does play a big part for sure. Okay. I love that you just said that because it's so much more perception with your employees and where they work. Don't get me wrong. It's absolutely important for the perception of the public and people Mm -hmm. that are coming into the showroom and into your dealership and looking around, but it's the employees that are there every day. And I love Tiffany that you touched on that because someone, what was, what was the, like with water damage in their office should not have to go in there and put like a painting or something over top of that and have to sit in there every day staring at being like, when is this going to get fixed? Absolutely. You know, and that for me it is a big thing. You know, it it is an image thing, but you want your employees to work in a place that they're proud of. That's me. I, I couldn't come in and just be like, okay, 
we'll just deal with this. No, it had to be fixed, you know, and just a little bit of revamping, you know, we're kind of, <laughs> I I keep telling everyone, okay, baby steps, right? We're walking before we're running, just trying to get everything. So I'm just going through, you know, every aspect of the dealership just to get it, you know, um, revamped. Um, we've made our way into on Saturday, I was out in the shop. And again, my staff probably thinks I am just Looney Tunes, but you know, they appreciate it. Mm -hmm. But you know, I put on my coveralls and I'm out in the shop and I'm pressure washing the walls and painting the walls and they're like, what do you do? And I was like, well, you know what? Now we're going to move into the shop because these, you know, technicians, they bust their butts off. You know, they, they, they deserve this as well. So off we go into there <laughs> and, you know, in due time, you know, it's going to take me more than two months, but this place is, it's going to be absolutely amazing. It's already, you know, done a whole 360. So we're recording this interview at night guys, oh, yeah. for those that are listening. So Tiffany, now I know why you were not able to record during the day because you and Phil Bennett have been tearing down walls and renovating the dealership. It has been, <laughs> I'm not even like, there's never, there's never a dull moment. Right. And I don't, <laughs> I, I get up at, you know, five in the morning, four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. And I, and I don't stop until, you know, when I go home in the evening, I am still in the office now because I was, you know, taking, I ordered plants and stuff, you know, getting it set up. There's always, um, there's always things to do, right? So <laughs> that's my life. Although despite making up 48% of the Canadian labor force, women's representation in automotive has been low. However, Tiffany, we are seeing the growth of women across all departments and in senior leadership roles, especially in the Ottawa Valley. So I want to know how are you and your dealership creating a space to entice more women to want to enter the sector? Basically here at the dealership, I, we kind of make a joke. There's a lot of, there's a lot of women that work within our dealership. Um, you know, from my receptionist to um, my sales girl to my advisors, both my advisors are ladies, my service manager, um, Leah as well. My mechanic, um, Sarah is amazing. You know, there's so many women already within this dealership. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. We'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. Urban Collective Retreats is a new wellness retreat experience that allows you to reflect, release, recharge, and renew as you reflect on your journey so far this year or the last few years to release anything that is no longer serving you, to make room for growth and recharge under the energy of the summer solstice sun. Renew into this new chapter, this new season. Feel aligned, feel restored, and feel renewed. Hosted by Portia Strang and guest teachers and practitioners at Urban Collective Retreats, their summer solstice retreat was curated for the woman who wants to immerse herself in the transformational tools of breathwork, energy work, yoga, meditation, and sound healing to propel you forward in manifesting a new version of yourself. Align with your highest self during our two-night summer solstice wellness retreat from June 23rd to 26, 2023, right here in the Ottawa Valley. Come escape for two nights and three days at a luxurious waterfront property. 
guided evening meditations and ceremonies, and small group prompted journaling on reflection and growth, morning yoga classes on our balcony overlooking the Ottawa River, and so much more. Join us and get ready to feel aligned, renewed, and restored. Follow Urban Collective Wellness on Facebook and Instagram for more information. Agnew Renovations offers quality home renovations at affordable prices. Family owned and operated since 2016. Decks, additions, new builds or painting, no job is too big or too small. If you want honest, affordable quality work, give Steve a call at 613-639-5971 or check out our Agnew Renovations Facebook page to see our work. We look forward to hearing from you. The Renfrew Eye Clinic has been providing quality eye care to families in Renfrew County since 1949. We are a full-service vision care provider and we take both emergency appointments and scheduled appointments. Patients in the Valley choose Renfrew Eye Clinic because they know that they will receive the personal attention and professional care that is our foundation. At Renfrew Eye Clinic, we will explain every exam procedure and answer all of our patients' questions while using state-of-the-art equipment and technology to offer exceptional care. Our frame and sunglass showroom offers you the highest quality products such as Vera Wang, Kate Spade, Oakley, and Ray-Ban, just to name a few. Call 613-432-3573 to book your appointment today or visit our website at www.renfrewiclinic.com to book online. Liz Davis from Bombshell Tattoo in downtown Pembroke, and you're listening to the OB Boss Babes podcast with your host, Holly Molinar. I think, I think the biggest thing, Tiffany, is the fact that like you've been in this industry for so many years. You've yeah. seen what works. You've seen the shift, the changes. You see what needs to also be done. Correct. Yeah. And I, I think- mean, I think women are already kind of driving the future of automotive industry because when I, when I look back, you know, back to 2008, when I started the change that I've already seen is it's mind blowing, you know, um, women here, like myself, all of the women in this, you know, this industry, you know, that I know are treated equally a hundred percent equally. It's never about, you know, if I look back when I was in sales, I would always make a joke about it. You know, I was in sales and, you know, someone would come in and be like, um, can I talk to, can I talk to one of your salesmen? Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely. He's new here though. And he doesn't know a lot about the trucks, but I can go grab him for you. You know, I kind of make a joke about it. It's, it doesn't happen very often um, anymore. Um, but the odd time, you know, it did as well. You know, when I got into the management role, um, you know, it's a sales manager. Someone would come in and be like, Hey, can I talk to your sales manager? I'm like, absolutely. And then they would just stare at me. I'm like, that's me. And they were like, pardon. You know, I was, I was a little bit younger than, you know, a female. Um, and it would kind of, they'd stop and be like, Oh, okay. You know, sometimes you would still get asked, you know, do you have anyone above you? Well, no, that's me, you know, but you really don't see it anymore. It's, it's not, um, women are already driving the future of the automotive industry with whether they're a a mechanic in the shop, whether they're running the dealership or finance, anything like that. It's, it's really, you know, it's advanced so much already. 
So when you were saying that like someone would come to you and say like, oh, can I speak to the, can I speak to the GM or can I speak to the yeah. manager? You know what you should have done? You should have like ducked into your office, closed the door and be like, yep, let me go get them. And then come back out and be like, hi, it's so nice to meet you. I would, I would always make jokes, you know, I would make jokes about it because you know what? It really didn't bother me. I know, you know, I got so used to it mm -hmm. and for me, it really didn't bother me, you know? Um, like I said, I, you know, back then I was a little bit younger, you know, I was a female, um, even to this day, you know, some people will look at you and they're like, you're, oh, today I had someone in my office. Oh, you, you do the finance. And I was like, no, actually I'm, I'm the general manager. They're like, oh, you know, it was like a mm -hmm. shock. And I mm -hmm. haven't had that happen really very often but there's still the odd odd time that it will happen and and you know what I make a joke about it I laugh about it you know no big deal and I want to highlight actually one of your sales women um Carly mm -hmm. McDonald first yeah. of all though I want to like touch on her on her job um on her job title because mm -hmm. she's not a saleswoman or, or a salesperson. She's a product specialist which Correct. is really what they should be called because when you're coming yes. onto the lot you're wanting to know about the vehicle. It is about the sales, but that's a small portion of it. You're wanting someone to talk to you about the vehicle, different kinds of vehicles, how they run, how they drive, um, mm -hmm. you know, all the ins and outs. Like you're not there just to talk to a salesperson. Exactly. I mean, product knowledge specialist. Carly is, Carly's amazing. Like I, I want to talk about her for a bit because when I first came here, I was like, okay, you know, I met her once or twice. Fun fact is way back in the day when we both worked in the mall, I remembered her from there. And I was like, I know you, I know you worked in the mall because I used to um, be management at SmartSet actually when it was in the mall and she worked at, I think it was Claire's or something. So I remembered her from there. So when I came in and we looked at each other and I don't even know how it happened. Um, but she did this quirky little, like, she looked at me and did this quirky little dance move. And I looked at her and it did the same thing. And we both bust out laughing because we're almost like the same person. She is the most outgoing person you will ever meet at any point. You will hear her running through the showroom, like jumping up and down or just, she is so quirky and so personable and her product knowledge is amazing. Like in my time here, that girl has had repeat customer after repeat customer that come back. And she is just, she's fantastic at what she does. Mm -hmm. I can't say enough good things about that girl. So I have to ask you, Tiffany, is she finding that more women are shopping independently themselves or asking questions about vehicles? Because I remember way back in the day when I bought my very first car and my dad came with me, I think I was like... Yes. 16 no maybe I was probably closer to 18 years old by my first car mm -hmm. but I remember mm -hmm. like even eventually down the road like they were looking at my dad they were looking at my boyfriend now right. my husband they were not asking me mm -hmm. and I was the one that was buying the vehicle I was the one that knew what I wanted maybe not back then I didn't know entirely but I'm like I know what kind of vehicle I want to drive and back then mm -hmm. I really wanted a Sunfire <laughs> good luck finding those nowadays my first car was a Cavalier I got you <laughs> They don't take, like, people did not take women seriously. They would look no. at your male counterparts 
whoever you came with, or even if like you came by yourself on the lot, which I don't really think that back then women would feel comfortable doing because they would be harassed or they would like not be taken seriously. And they'd be like, "Mm, come back with your husband or come back with your dad or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And you do see, there's so many women out car shopping now, like with, with having all, you know, the websites and, you know, everything at your fingertips online, they're doing their research, you know, they're finding out what they want. They're doing their, you know, their homework and they're coming in, you know, with more knowledge usually than, than what we have, you know, it's, it's so, it's so crazy. Like they know exactly what they want. Um, and a lot of times they are coming in, you know, by themselves and whether it's a man or a woman, you know, we always say, you know, is there anyone else involved in, in, you know, your buying process? Cause you always want to make sure that, you know, everyone is involved. And, you know, a lot of times it's like, no, this car is for me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, let's go, let's run with it. And it's, it's so empowering to see that because I know back in the day, you know, it was when I was, when I was young you know, went with my dad and everything was focused on my dad. They just kept talking to him. And I was like, hi, I'm right here. Like, this is for me. So it's so fantastic that you see that, you know, I think we've all as women have had that experience. Um, I'm a very outdoorsy girl. You know, I, I ride snowmobile. I have side-by-sides, you know, I have all of that stuff. And I remember walking in to purchase snowmobiles. Um, I had it in my head. I was going to buy a snowmobile for me and my husband. I knew exactly what I wanted. And it just so happened. I walked in and nobody spoke to me. I was like, hmm. okay. So off I went, went to the next place. Knew exactly what I wanted. I went in, nobody spoke to me again. And I was like, am I invisible? You know, it, you know, it happened. And this was a few years back. And finally the third place I went to, the guy approached me. And, you know, treated me exactly like, you know, he would anyone. And I, you know, I told him exactly what I was looking for. And I did, obviously I was already in the car industry. So, you know, I had, I had everything that I wanted. I knew exactly what I was looking for and it was so easy, but it took, you know, three, three places for someone to look at me and say, Hey, can I help you? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And that was, that was kind of an eye opener to me. I was like, wow. I really, really never want someone to feel like that. You know, it happened to me. And I was like, I'd never want a woman to feel that way because me personally, you know, I go out and I know exactly what I'm looking for. And I, and I, you know, I just want someone to help me. I never want a woman to feel that way, you know, and I, I hope they never, ever do here. You know, mm-hmm. um, my staff is amazing. And I, I know that they are fantastic at what they do and they, they really, um, focus on whoever is purchasing the vehicle, whether it be the woman or the man, you know, they're very, very um, aware of that. Well, while we are still focusing on staff, Tiffany, I want to focus sure. now on Sarah Williams, who is the <laughs> shop foreman in your service and parts department. Yeah, she's a little rock star. <laughs> so what's her experience been like being in her position? She, um, like I said, she's a little spitfire. I'm telling you, when I started here, no one was here. When I took my walkthrough of the dealership and I walked into the shop and I see a hot pink toolbox and I'm like, who's this? And then they were telling me about Sarah, like just a young, tiny little thing. But the next day, I think it was, they came in and they were all here and I was out in the, um, 
you know, talking to the advisors and I could hear her in the shop just yelling and working and, and doing her thing. And I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, she's amazing. Like she owns it out there. Um, she is just fantastic. She helps everybody out there from the apprentices to, you know, the other techs out there. She is just all over the place and she knows her stuff. I mean, we have a guy that I met here. Um, he drives up from North Bay for Sarah to work on his car. Really? It's the people that I have met here, you know, that come here for the staff is just fantastic. I just, that floored me. He was like, no, I drive up here from North Bay for Sarah to work on my car, you know? So that speaks volumes right there. Crazy. Yeah. She's, she's fantastic. Fantastic. I love that. She's a boss, babe. (laughs) (laughs) So Tiffany, how do you see yourself building Petawawakia and what other changes do you plan on making to build your team, create a great work culture and help make your dealership really stand out? Um, that for me is actually, that's a pretty easy one. Um, I lead by example. Um, that is 100% my motto. I, lead by example like even on a snow day I'm outside with my snow gear on I am helping them clean off cars um recently just learned how to drive the Kubota tractors so I'm out there plowing you know I always want my staff to feel comfortable I have a very open door policy um you know my office is always open I chose an office that is all glass and they were like, well, why did you choose that? I said, because I want to be able to be right. You know, I'm in the center of the dealership. I can see everyone. My door is open. I'm central to like the service and the sales area. So everyone can approach me. Um, Basically what I did is, you know, I kind of just implemented a few different processes. Um, My first week that I came here, I kind of gathered everyone up and I was like, all right. You know, everyone was like, oh, what's happening? You know, I'm like, no, no. I gathered everyone in the shop and I just wanted to introduce myself. You know, everyone kind of knew of me, you know, from, from the group. Um, but just introducing myself and just saying, you know, what I'm about and where I want this place to go. I want everyone to feel comfortable um, working here. I want everyone to be happy. Everyone have a good balance between, you know, work and home. Um, I'm always here. I'm always open door. I am probably one of the you know, most easygoing people that that you will meet. Um, I, I want everyone just to be, to be happy and comfortable in the positions that they have. If they have questions, come to me and everyone does, you know, and just implementing a few different um, policies and procedures and having some organization in the dealership, you know, um, I don't want to talk about, you know, previous previous to me but you know having a little bit of structure I kind of have like a little bit of an OCD about organization and you know having things done in order but running a dealership like that and having your organization basically just makes you a better dealership in general um it's funny because one of my staff she was kind of like a little bit unmotivated for a little bit you know before I had come and feeling a little bit down you know because you want to have you want to have a place that you're proud of. You want to have a job or a position that you are proud to say, you know, this is what I do. She approached me and said, it's refreshing to have a leader at work that finally isn't just a manager. And that kind of, that, 
went to my heart because she also, you know, it was, I was restoring her love of her job. And that's a hard thing for me to even wrap my head around. Right. Because if you don't love what you do, I don't, I can't imagine going into work and not loving my job. That's not something that I ever want to ever want to do. I never want to be in that situation. So, you know, right there, hearing that from my staff was just like, I made the right decision, you know, um, cause you have a lot of people that are kind of looking up to you. You have a lot of people that are counting on you. And for someone to say that to me, I thought that's all I need, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's the biggest yeah. compliment right there. It's like, yeah, it really, uh, I, I mean, I went home to my husband and I was just like, wow, you know, you want to always think that you're having an impact on people, but you know, that was, that was fantastic. And I've had, you know, a few people come up and say that, like, we're so happy that you're here. You're not just a manager. Wow. You know, that's the biggest compliment I could ever get. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, I know where this dealership is going. I know this dealership is going to be absolutely amazing. And in the short time I have been here, I'm so proud to say that, you know, I am running this place. I'm excited for the future for sure. Tiffany. Oh my gosh. I, yeah, I, it's hard for me because I really get emotional about my job, right? Because I have worked my way from the ground up. You you really have. Yeah. So to get to where I am and, you know, to, to have an impact on someone's life, especially another female, um, was just like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's heartwarming. You know, I made the right decision. Yeah. I think it's because we're so used to as leader, like in leadership roles, we're so used to being the ones that are telling our staff that they're doing a great job, giving that constructive criticism, um, doing up the performance appraisals that when in turn, when it's the staff coming to you, thanking you, appreciating you, recognizing the work that you're doing. Yeah. That's huge. And that's what I said when I'm, when I'm saying that that speaks volumes and something else, Tiffany too, that in, in my 33 years, and especially I think, and I always go back to community living because that's where I really, um, I think I, I really matured there in terms of my, my growth and my, in terms of my occupation and really kind of seeing how, um, an executive director came into the organization and took something that was stagnant in terms of an image, in terms of marketing, in terms of social media presence, um, awards, everything, and really mm-hmm. drove that home and, and, and showcasing more than just the business. It's really like showing all the ins and outs. And you have articulated this in such a short amount of time throughout all of your years of experience. You were meant for this role. You are setting a wonderful example. You are empowering other women in business, in automotive, with your staff, in our community, being a hometown girl. You should be so proud of yourself. I am ridiculously proud of myself. Like, (laughs) honestly, it is just, like I said, it's just in the short time that I've been here, it's just, I can't even explain it. I can't put things into words, you know? Um, I knew coming into this place, like I said, I knew what I was coming into and I knew that I had it in me to turn this place completely around, you know? And having that, I, I had hired um, a guy, his name is Callum McDonald, and he is, if you see the pictures on our Facebook page and on our website, that's all him. 
he is amazing. And all I said to him was, I want to showcase local people, the people that work here. I want to showcase the dealership. I want actual photos and videos. And, you know, he does all of the delivery photos. And, you know, um, we just had a one lady, actually, um, she had written off her Kia and she came directly. Her first call was to Carly. And she said, that vehicle saved my life. So when she came in, she purchased the exact same vehicle. You know, we got her into the new one and we did, it's on our Facebook page, you know, her story about how her vehicle saved her life. And her first phone call was to Carly. And, you know, just having those backstories of local people is just, it's fantastic. And that's what I really want to focus on here. Small town, happy customers. You know, that is my main focus of everything. You're leading by example for sure. Now, Tiffany, if there was one piece of advice that you could give to someone or even yourself starting out (laughs) in this sector and wants to have a career in automotive by climbing the corporate ladder and work their way up to the top, what would it be? Never stop. Honestly, I had moments, you know, back when I first started, you know, in sales, I'd be going into work and, you know, I'm doing my deliveries and I got, you know, a baby on my hip or, and going in, but that's, you know, that's what you do as, you know, being a a full-time mom of three girls on top of, you know, working a career, never stop. It gets hard sometimes. It does. It really does. You know, you, you put in the hours and you put in the work, but honestly, my advice is just don't listen to, to any of the chatter, you know, um, focus on your goal and never, ever stop. There were so many times that I could have quit, honestly. Um, so many times, you know, but I am a pretty positive person. It takes a lot to get me down. It takes a lot to, you know, I can be having the worst day ever. Um, and you just got to smile through it all, put everything on the back burner and focus on what you're doing and just never, ever stop. You know, there were so many times, like I said, I had someone in the beginning tell me that I'd never make it in this industry. You know, that was my motivation. Um, and I take that and I would tell every single woman out there, um, I kind of compare it to way back when I had my first daughter, um, I had gained a lot of weight. And I had it in my head, I'm going to lose all of this weight. This is my goal. And I made it there. And it took a lot of hard work. You know, Um, anyone that's been in that situation, it's a lot of hard work. And I had one of my friends in the industry here say to me, every time you feel like quitting, you take what you took, like take what you did and persevere through it all. Like you went from, you know, this weight to this weight and you did it on your own and you push through that. You take that and you put it in your job. And you just never stop until you hit your goal. And that that stuck with me um, through my whole career. But, you know, everyone had my back. Everyone was so positive, um, so positive in my whole journey through the car industry. Um, any woman can do it. You just got to push through it and have a whole lot of positivity around you. I try to surround myself with very positive people, um, which I do have a lot of them in my life. Right. So, you know any girl can do it. You just gotta, you just gotta push through it all. You know, what song I feel like is like your theme song, Tiffany is (laughs) the look at her now by Selena Gomez. Mm -mm 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 -
totally going to sing that all the way home. I love it. Oh, that's awesome. Tiffany, this has been such a fun hour with you. I'm so excited for everybody to hear your episode. I'm so excited to meet you in person. But the fun is not over just yet because we're going to dive in deep into my rapid 10. So these questions, you don't know. know. (laughs) Bear with me. Remember, I'm new to Kia. That's right. That's right. But uh, yeah, here we go. Tell us, Tiffany, what do you drive? For right now, I do have a truck. Um, I was a truck girl in the past. Um, I've kind of been driving a little bit of everything on the lot just to kind of get to know the product. True or false, all motorized road vehicles registered in Quebec must be equipped with winter tires. Correct. Yes, it is true. true. Oh my gosh, which is crazy. Like, I, I guess that there's like a law against it that if you don't it's have a your whole winter- other world, yes. It is. It's a whole other world <laughs> out sure. in Quebec that we know. Yeah. How often should we be changing our engine oil? Oh, it depends on the vehicle. Um, 5,000 most people will do, you know, my dad and my, my husband will do that. Um, they can go up to 8,000 to 10 on certain vehicles, depending on it. Tiffany, have you yourself ever been in a car accident? When I was 16, I might have somewhat rolled my mom's vehicle down a hill. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) I was young. Now I know that you're still new to Kia, but I'm going to ask you Sedona or Grand Caravan? Sedona. It's carnival now though. Oh yes. I saw that actually on the website and my husband, my husband's like carnival. You must be saying this wrong. And I'm like, no, look. No, Kia Carnival. They they're few and far between now, but we have had a few in and they are gorgeous. Yes. What type of vehicle is hard to keep on the lot right now? Because it's in such high demand. Everything. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Everything um, is so hard to keep on the lot. Yeah. I've never seen dealership lots so empty. Well, we, we are very, very fortunate. My rep is, is so fantastic. They've been amazing through, you know, my whole coming in here and I'm always like, bear with me. I'm new, you know, <laughs> I think I can use that for a little bit, but they've been fantastic in getting us vehicles. Like we have not run out of new vehicles um, because we flipped them over within 14 days. Okay, Tiffany here, I'm putting you in the hot seat. Oh no. <laughs> if you could rate yourself honestly on how good of a driver you are, one being horrible 10 being the best, what would you say you are? (laughs) I rate myself at a nine. Um, My husband would say I drive way too fast, but I only rate myself like that because my dad is a truck driver and taught me how to drive and I can drive an 18 wheeler. So that says something, right? There you go. There you go. (laughs) Okay. Then how long will you wait before filling up your car with gas? Oh goodness. (laughs) (laughs) So I have two vehicles. So I usually take the one with more fuel and my husband will go fill up the other one. <laughs> Do you live on the edge though? Where like, you'll wait until the gas light comes on. Or are you like really living on the edge with like less than 20 kilometers left? My gas light has been on since yesterday. And oh, no. right now. <laughs> I'll never Terrible. forget. I'll when, admit. When I was living out West in Alberta, I drove like I, cause we would, my husband and I would fly like back and forth from the airport. Yeah. So I remember my husband was already in Ontario. I think he like left early or something. And then I went to join him. Um, so I drove the truck to the airport, left it there. The gas light was on, but I was like, he'll be fine oh, because he was flying back early. Nope. Yes. The, it drained. There was no gas left. He like was stranded in 
the um the airport parking lot where all the vehicles are he had to flag someone down I got in so much shit for that my, uh, I know my that down. like don't let it get under a half a tank I'm like yeah yeah we're good <laughs> I always do I'm terrible at it <laughs> why should someone consider leasing a vehicle instead of buying depends on the person I mean leasing you can change it up you know after two three years you could lease um versus a purchase totally depends on the person though I'm not a lease person we put on too many kilometers <laughs> and Tiffany who is one local boss babe that inspires you that you think everyone should know about I have so many people in my life um I will, will say one girl Danielle Beals um she and I started at LaPointe around the same time she was a little bit before I was um and started as a receptionist she is now a director of the Jimmy LaPointe Automotive Group amazing yeah. that's incredible <laughs> another success story right there right yeah <laughs> but Tiffany you are a success story you are empowering other women you're empowering your girls speaking of which do you think that any of them might wind up in automotive too down the road my oldest is uh, 21. She's in her third year university. Um, she is 100% going to be a teacher. <laughs> my middle one, um, I don't think so. And my youngest, who knows? She's only six. So hopefully we'll see. Oh, so you've really got a, a wide range a span, of ages there. Yeah. <laughs> I have a very big span. Yeah. All girls, all best friends, though. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Tiffany, this has been such a great hour. Love chatting with you. So nice to finally meet you. And now, I mean, I can hear that voice, like I said, from the yeah. radio. The now radio I get to put girl. a face to it. Exactly. Yeah. Are you now doing the voices, the voiceover now too for, uh, for Petawa Kia? Absolutely. You know, it's just hilarious how like, you know, when you're out and about and someone hears you, they're like, you're, you're the radio. I'm like, yeah, that's me. I'm that annoying voice. You know, I just make a joke about it, but yeah. Um, between myself and Carly, we're we're working together to do the radio ads here again. I love it. Well, yeah, Tiffany, tell everybody where they can find your dealership, where they can shop and meet you and the team in person. Come, you know, for a fun arcade game, sit in those massage chairs, you know, just those are the those are the best investment we've ever had. I'm not even kidding you. Like the adults sit in the massage chairs while the kids play the arcade games and we work the deal. It's fantastic. It's a win-win for everybody. It is so it's fantastic. Um, so we're at 3504 Petawawa Boulevard on Petawawa, Ontario. Um, yeah, so we're directly off the base. Perfect. And your website, the socials. <laughs> we do have, you know, our social media marketing manager. Um, our website is, we just did some tweaks on there. So we're getting that up and going as well. But I mean, stay tuned. I will be heavily involved in the community, you know, in the future and on social media. So just stay tuned and all of the updates will be on there. Well, Tiffany, I can speak from our community. I went on the post. I saw when you had initially announced that you were coming to Petawaki <laughs> as the GM and the response was phenomenal. People were so happy. Like the outpouring amount of love and support that you got from your community. We're also happy to have you here, yeah. have you back, have you run on the show. And we're so yeah. excited to see where it takes you. I'm excited. I can't wait. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of OB Boss Babes Podcast. I'm your host, Holly Molinar, and you can catch our episodes on Mondays and Wednesdays, OB Boss Babes Podcast and Boss Babe Corner, and once a month with our Baby on the Brand series. We will be back next week with another local Boss Babe in your community, so be sure to stay tuned and follow along on the socials, and of course, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this. 